Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. With Toby Keith this morning. Yeah, very sad news waking up this morning. The country star died, surrounded by family uh, yesterday. His relatives have released a statement. He, the singer-songwriter, passed peacefully on Monday night. His family shared on X. Keith was diagnosed with stomach cancer back in 2022. So they say he fought his fight with grace and courage. And, of course, they're asking for us to respect the privacy of his family at this time. That's so sad. I know. It's just horribly sad. He talked about his cancer diagnosis while attending the People's Choice Country Awards back in September. Told E! News at the time that his cancer struggle is a little bit of a roller coaster. You get good days and you know you're up and down to up and down. So... Hmm. Yeah. A lot of connections to the tri-state. Yeah, with yeah. his bar How down at the bank. bar down there? Probably years God, it sure. feels like at least seven years. I mean. It was one of the original, what, when the banks oh, first yeah. opened. It mm-hmm. was like yes, a my, big deal. My mom was a huge Toby Keith fan, and uh, I had the opportunity to take her backstage right before I worked with you guys, actually, at Riverbend to... Uh, to meet him. Oh, wow. And it's like this this memory I have like of my mom. And so she's there and she's all all flush. What? So is he. Uh, but <laughs> um, she says, Toby, you could dip your socks in my coffee anytime. You <laughs> dip your socks in my coffee? Oh, my God. I'm so wow. happy I am drunk right now. Do you have a picture? I do. Yeah, you got to put that up. That would oh, be great to share. Oh, I adorable. I know we used to have so Brand. much fun at his bar. If you remember when you walked in, the bar itself was like guitar shaped. It was huge. It I was feel a like massive. But well, because now they've made it into it, like the Bet MGM, and I think the the, gym, the gym is there. But that whole area used to be Toby Keith's bar. I love this bar, bar, and a lot of current country music stars played that stage when they were up and coming like kip moore and a lot of people yeah it was a shame that that place had the yeah financial issues that it did i know but uh toby keith's last appearance i think was uh at nku was it bb and t arena i think so and he also if you remember i don't remember if it was last it was during the derby last year so last may was when he was in kentucky and louisville and he was at jeff ruby's and he kind of like played the piano and was singing with Jeff Ruby and a bunch of other people. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Sure, somebody's got pictures of that. Oh, yeah, video. He looked good then, but skinny. Meanwhile, Buckingham Palace announced yesterday that 75-year-old King Charles III has cancer. Uh, They did not specify what type, 
but the prognosis is reportedly good. And they say it was caught, quote, very early. It was discovered during his latest procedure for that benign enlarged prostate. The palace says he remains wholly positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. His Majesty has chosen to share his diagnosis to prevent speculation and in the hope it may assist public understanding for all those around the world who are affected by cancer. Prince Harry will be traveling to visit his father, but it's unlikely Meghan Markle and the kids will join. Sources say the visit could force Harry and Prince William into an uneasy truce. Uh, but in case you're wondering if Charles does decide to step down due to illness, William is next in line. He's followed in the line of succession by his three kids, George, Charlotte, and Louis. Harry is actually fifth in line. Uh, if it matters, Prince George is 10. His royal siblings are 8 and 5. Wow. We're going to take a break here. Coming up, we'll get to Justin Timberlake possibly sitting down with Oprah and Roger Goodell weighing in on Taylor. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Like he'd love for people to be talking about his new music. Hey, man, I only just want to talk about the music. Can we just focus on the work? I want to talk about personal stuff. Yeah. But the world cannot seem to get past his relationship with Britney Spears, even though it's been over for more than 20 years. Right. Well, they keep making it relevant. Yes, a lot of that is self-inflicted, and Justin certainly didn't do himself any favors last week. Yes, when he unapologized to bleeping nobody. That was rude. Uh, but he may have figured out a way to help repair his image. Sources say he's actually considering a sit-down with Oprah. Oh, wonderful. I think he should. Absolutely. You know, buddy, it may be time to sit down with Oprah. You got some splaining to do. I mean, there's still a little bit of a stain there all the way back to the Janet Jackson thing. Justin is really not happy with how things have gone down. He, he wanted his new music to speak for itself, but that is clearly not happening. And when you're in a situation like that, unfortunately, it means you got to have that. Because I'm sure, it, I don't think it's fun for a lot of these celebrities. I mean, I think if you're going to do it, Oprah will make it as painless as possible. But it's still not fun for them. I don't think they like going there. Yeah. Do you think Oprah would go there, go there? Well, yeah, because what's the point? She's not going to waste her time. So do you think when somebody sits down with, agrees to sit down with Oprah, knowing that Oprah is going to ask the questions that can feel very uncomfortable. Right. Do you think they go in there and say, all right, listen, I will sit down and I will do this, but I get final decision on 
What? No. Mm-mm. I think they might say that, but they won't get. No, that. they won't. Oprah's get not going to make that deal. Jeff's right because she never has ever in the history of her show ever said, "I won't talk about this." Yeah, like you're not permitted. If like, you're agreeing to come on Oprah's correct. show, you are agreeing right. to discuss whatever Oprah wishes to bring up. And if and you, yeah, you don't get final cut. No, but if you yes. you know, but you have the right to not answer questions. Right. Right. But and I think she know. also owns that material, so you can't cut. You can't edit it for your benefit. Right, and if you don't answer the questions, if there's nothing to this, we're not airing it. Yeah. And I'm never sitting down with you again if you waste my time like that. <laughs> that probably, is, I could see that being Is that the Jeff deal. talking or is that it. Oprah talking? <laughs> I don't know. But I think that Well, was- if you're Oprah, wouldn't you? I mean, you're not totally. going to waste your time, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that should have been the rules when we played the best friend game. Oh, it was the rule, but it didn't stop. But it didn't. It it didn't stop people. You know, you have to make a decision. Yeah. And it and for us, it was about goodwill. But we did this game on the show called the Best Friend for Game for years, and it worked for a while. Yeah. Um, where we would have two best friends come into the studio, and you know, we would ask them questions about themselves. We would ask the friend, and then we would ask the. The other friend so, to see know, if their answers matched. Right, and sometimes they were kind of spicy because what is your friend's favorite color is not very entertaining. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But, yeah, what's the one thing that her husband does that she complains about all the time? Right. Oh, I just, oh, I don't want to say. <laughs> well, then go home. <laughs> or or they did say. Or they did say, and it was hilarious. Right. And then they and, got nervous. And then they got nervous and called and said, please don't air that. So that was how much of our time? Oh. Too much, which oh. is why we yes. killed the game. We killed well, it. and not to mention all the time that I would spend setting them up oh, and yeah. getting them ready and telling them all this stuff. I mean, the behind-the-scenes work was almost just as much as it was for the on-air part of it. But when they would say, I don't want to air that, it would go through me like a knife, man. Well, it was maddening because oh. we ex- we could not have been more candid, more up front right. about yes. what was coming. They knew what they were getting into. They had heard the best friend game on the radio. Yeah. And they thought it was cool enough to take the time to fill out the application and send in the thing and schedule the time and take time off of work to come in and do exactly what they knew they were going to do. Yeah. And then to come back from after spending that much time, our time, Yeah, it, it was maddening and it just... You know, and there were times where, I mean, we very could have easily just said, too bad, we're airing it anyway. But I don't know. For me, I just didn't want to put that bad will out there. I would rather kill the game than be that person. Remember the one we had when we asked it, what, have you ever, what's slept with a celebrity or something? Somehow, somehow it came out that the woman had slept with someone very well known. Yeah. And it was great content. Yes. I mean, the conversation, it was hilarious and it was juicy and oh my god, we were so excited <laughs> about it. That one got That was that yeah. was the final she nail in back. the coffin, right? I think that might have been it. I <laughs> yeah. think after that we're like screw it. And yeah. we used to tape these on Fridays, I think, if yeah. I recall, we used to tape these on Fridays at what, like ten thirty or something in the morning. It would be after the show, ten thirty mm-hmm. and ten forty-five. We did them back to back to back, and we'd record like a bunch, and then yeah. we would air them because we used to air new ones every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. So what yeah. would happen is they would come in for the taping, and that would be our next week's 
Content. Or, content. Yeah. That right. would be our Monday, Wednesday, Friday. For air the following week. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Friday afternoon, I would edit all of them for next week. And it took hours. Right. And then after they had the weekend to think about it, we'd get the call or the email on Monday saying, please don't air it after all that oh. yeah. work. So, so now we had just, a hole in our schedule right. after all of that. And just wasted time. Yeah. So. And now you got the real answer because when everyone asks me, hey, why don't you do the best friend game anymore? I'm like, oh, COVID. COVID sort of put a nail that, in that no, coffin. That, that di- well, that was part of it, too. But when we considered yeah. bringing it back after, it was like, no. 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 Yeah. No. No. Not doing it. It's been that. really nice to yeah. not have to do that on Friday and go through everything we had to go through to That's make That's the happen. other thing. People got really crappy, for a better word that I want to say. Um, when I had to cancel them because of COVID, I remember this one woman particularly was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I took on and I did all this stuff and you guys are canceling. And I'm like, really? Well, welcome to our world. Well, we're not allowed to be in our building. So I'm like, chill out, man. But anyway, but, real mean. but back to the original point about Justin Timberlake yeah. sitting down with Oprah. Op- Oprah's not going to waste her time. Right. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's earned enough equity in her career to be able to say listen i will sit down with you uh because the world is talking about you right now and i know you're in a tough spot and you want to re, re- you want to shift the focus and we i can get you there but you have to be willing to talk to me well now i wonder if gail got herself into a sticky situation and needed a sit down with oprah i wonder if she would be the exception to the rule and the two of them would work together to make the best interview. What do you mean? If if Gail was Gail. interviewing Oprah? No, if Gail got herself into a sticky situation and Gail was oh. being slammed by the media and people were pissed at Gail for something and Oprah was like, I'll sit down with you, let's do the interview. Would they work together to put out a really... Yeah, I wonder what Gail what leaning. consideration Oprah she, would give Gail, Gail. But also, like, I think Gail's smart enough to go into that with eyes wide she open. She would know what she's doing. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Justin had hoped the backlash from Britney's memoir would have blown over by now so that he could focus on his new album, which he's very excited about. Uh, but he's got this thing. So, every day is something new. Yep. That is true. All right. So NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, how does he feel about Taylor Swift and the Taylor Swift effect? He should be bowing yes. down and Thank kissing you. her feet. How does Thank he think you. about it? He's writing it Thank all the way you. to the bank. Oh, my God. <laughs> he should just adopt her. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, he says it's been positive. Uh, he said she knows great entertainment. I think that's why she loves NFL football. It's great to have her a part of it. Obviously, it creates a buzz. It creates another group of young fans, particularly young women that are interested in seeing why is she going to this game? Why is she interested in this game besides Travis Kelsey? She's a football fan, and I think that's great for us. Roger denies that the whole thing has been scripted by the NFL. In related news, Travis says he's proud of Taylor's Grammy wins. She's unbelievable, he said. She's rewriting the history books herself. I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with hardware, too. (laughs) You know what? I will say that was really cute about Travis Kelsey. When he got off the airplane on Sunday, he had a Bearcats hat on. There's a picture of him on the Q102 Facebook page. He has on all red, and he has a Bearcats hat on, like an airbrushed Bearcats hat. Isn't that nice? Yay. So this is crazy. Uh, Sometimes pro wrestling actually gets a little real. 
The Rock's daughter, Simone, found out this weekend just how real it can get. I'll give you some backstory, so bear with us. Simone is, The Rock's daughter, Simone, is 22 years old. And she performs under the name Ava on NXT, which is kind of like the WWE's minor league division. And the WWE itself, there is a wrestler named Cody Rhodes who has been on a two-year quest to defeat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And it's been one of WWE's major storylines. And just over a week ago, Cody won on the annual Royal Rumble match, which was supposed to guarantee him the opportunity to fight Reigns at WrestleMania 40 in April. However, as you may or may not know, The Rock recently returned to the to the WWE on the board of directors of its parent company. But he's also returning to in-ring action where it was just announced that he's going to main event WrestleMania against Reigns. And WWE fans are in revolt. Mm. And the funny thing is, they've wanted this match for years. The Rock and Reigns are actually cousins. So this has got real potential for drama. But fans got really invested in Cody finishing his story by beating Reigns at WrestleMania, and they feel cheated. And it's gotten so bad that last night on Raw, Cody came to the ring, and the fans gave him a huge ovation and then started chanting, Rocky sucks. Rocky sucks. So, back to the death threats. Ava actually tweeted about them, asking people to, quote, leave me out of this because it's a situation I have nothing to do with. Oh, and what, Tim? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? It's not real. It's not real. As you were telling that whole story, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally scripted. Oh, yeah, they're stirring the pot on that one. Well, they call them storylines. The best part, reason, though, you know? The best part, though, about halfway through, I was like, Jeff is really getting into this story. <laughs> He's selling it. Well, I was trying to, for, for, for if you're not into wrestling, if you're not following this, I was trying to paint a picture so that you could. No, you did a great job. But... And I like that twist. It's his cousin. In real life. <laughs> so part of that big announcement, too, with The Rock becoming part of that, that company is that um, it's moving to Netflix next year. Monday Night Raw is moving to Netflix. So. Yeah, people are going to be mad. They got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's all and that's, part of that's that the big one. sports thing. Hmm. Did you guys see, too, that they announced that the NFL is going to be playing in Brazil for the first time ever? I saw the that. The Eagles will host the NFL's first ever regular season game in Brazil. I wonder how the teams feel about that because well, they're they're either somebody's losing a home game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they consider it. They're still the home team. But of, I mean, in yeah. their stadium right. for their fans outside of the USA, Mexico is the second largest NFL country that most people that watch it. Uh-huh. And then third is Brazil. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? yeah. They're going to play in the same. What took them so long? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to play in the same stadium where they've had some of the Olympics and the World Cup and. It'll be neat to see. It's cool. It'll be kind of fun. So they're going to be playing in London, Munich, Brazil. So far, mm. those are the countries. And then I think they're doing the Mexico game, too. And then what percentage of the fans are, like, Americans who fly there to watch it? 
versus people from the area. Oh, I don't know. Well, they do offer, if you remember when the Bengals played in London, I thought about going over there. They offer ticket packages. I knew a bunch of people who did go yeah, over there. They, they do packages for fans so that you can do, and they even do a, like a tour experience yeah. that kind of goes along with it. They put you in this hotel and they do the transportation. So it could be a lot. Hmm. All right, so BuzzFeed put together a list of some bizarre and random celebrity facts that you might have forgotten about, and I've forgotten about most of these if I ever knew them in the first place. So Jack Black's mom, here's the first one, helped create the system that saved the Apollo 13 crew. What? What? Yep. Wait. Jack Jack Black's Black's mom mom helped create the system that saved the Apollo 13 crew. I didn't know she worked for NASA NASA or or (laughs) one of their contractors. Yep. Wow. Very interesting. I know. There's more. Benedict Cumberbatch was once kidnapped in South Africa. No kidding. Yeah. How what was he? He was in some spy movie that was really good. Really good. Yeah. Now, this one I never knew in all my twilight days. Robert Pattinson was kicked out of an elite British private school for stealing and reselling porn magazines on campus. Oh, great. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Christian Bale studied Tom Cruise in order to play Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. That's funny. Yep. Of all people. Right? Paris Hilton's sex tape starts with a dedication to those lost on 9-11. What? Oh, no. Jenna Ortega used to perform autopsies on dead lizards in her backyard as a kid. Oprah Winfrey. That chick is weird. I know. She's going to be in a Super Bowl commercial, too, I think. She's pretty, uh, but weird. Doritos or something like that. (laughs) So Oprah Winfrey's name is actually Oprah based on a biblical figure mentioned in the book of Ruth. I did know that. Nicolas Cage was convinced he was an alien as a child. He also believes he has memories of being in the womb. Not shocked. Nicole Kidman. Uh, He may not be wrong. There are people that that say they have memories of being in the womb. He's not the only he one. He may be honest something with the alien thing, too. He very well could be. He might be. Nicole Kidman is American. She was born in Hawaii to Australian parents who were there on student visas. Oh, who knew? Uh-huh. Huh. James Franco wrote Lana Del Rey fan fiction that was never published. Hmm. There's another weird one. Yep. So that's what I got there. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. There's more on BuzzFeed, but yeah. All right, latest round of Super Bowl ads and teasers that have been posted. Uh, speaking of Jenna Ortega, Jenna Ortega's grandmothers, Dina and Mita, go rogue to chase down the guy who grabbed the last bag of Doritos Dynamita. I was just talking about that. I just saw this last night um, on, I think, Access Hollywood. They did a little preview. So I take that to mean her grandmother's real names aren't actually Dinah and Mita. Well, they look like her grandma. I mean, funny. she treats them like they are. They got new names, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Beals, actress Jennifer Beals, makes a cameo in the new T-Mobile ad featuring Zach Braff, Donald Faison, and Jason Momoa. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Looking for a second date update with some... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Own. I like that name, Simone. Hi, Neil. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call and helping me out today. Happy to do it. Tell us how you met her and how the first date went. We'll go from there. Well, I met her online, and we actually went out twice. Um, The first time was just coffee, and we really hit it off. I actually knew within five minutes that I was going to want to see her again. After maybe like a half hour or so, it was clear that she was into me too. So I asked her if she wanted to go hiking. You know, on her profile, she said that she's very outdoorsy. So I thought, you know, the second date, maybe like a hike or a biking, you know, just outside as much as possible, just to, mm-hmm. get, you know, she enjoys it so much. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she seemed really excited about it. And we uh, ended up going to Alt Park, which is really beautiful. Yeah. We decided to go to the Alt Forest Trail. It's just a mile hike or so, and it was the perfect day, and we, I loved being around her it was amazing we went for a couple beers afterwards and then she had to go so i walked her to her car hugged her goodbye i told her i'd call her later i reached out a couple times and then i just haven't heard back Hmm. and i I just have no idea what the deal is i have no idea what's going on with her but i'm hoping with your help we can figure it out yeah you said a half hour into the coffee date you knew that there was enough chemistry there to warrant a second date so when, when oh, you definitely so on that hike, you, you still felt like that was as palpable on the hike as it was over coffee. Oh, yeah. If I mean, the entire hike, we were just like talking about our interests, our families, our jobs, like, you know, all, all, all like the cliche first dating kind of stuff in the best kind of way. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I have no idea what happened. No it, major I, differences jumped out at you. I mean, I thought the second date was even better than the first date, you know? We were vibing really well on the first date, and the second date was just like, you know, we had been together for a a couple of years already. Wow. Again, we were learning learning basic information about each other, but just like the way the conversation flowed, you know, the way the day went, it was just incredible. I I have no idea why I'm getting ghosted here. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I've met people who, not necessarily in a romantic relationship, but I've met people who very quickly, even though I'm, I still may be getting to know them, I feel a certain sense of familiarity or understanding or connection to as if we, maybe I think Jen once said, well, maybe you knew each other in a past life. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Where right. I think, you know, right. that's not that inconceivable to oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's exactly what it felt like, just like yeah. instant kind of comfort around this person. Your souls know each other. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Would you say you met her? You met her online, so she's officially dating people, right? Like you both are sort of out there. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that she's only seeing one at a time, at least. But uh, you know, they, that's not off the table. Anything's possible, definitely. Okay, right, right. I hope not, but I guess we'll see. We'll see what's up when we call Simone. A second date update continues 
next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Neil met Simone online. They went on a couple of dates. Of course, the first was a coffee date. That's kind of the thing that people are doing now. Let's meet up for coffee, see if there's chemistry, and then proceed with an actual date. And he knew within the first half hour, yeah, definitely chemistry here. So they made a date to uh, go on a hike. They're both outdoorsy people, sort of active, hit the trails at all park, grabbed a couple of beers together after. It's one of those situations where you meet someone for maybe not the first time, but you're getting to know someone, yet you feel as though you're connected, like you know them. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what this was. So he was very surprised when he reached out to follow up for a third date that she hasn't returned any of his calls. Since you met online, you know, you are sort of technically putting yourself out there so she could have met someone else. We're going to call Simone and follow up because Neil is really interested and he'd like to see if there's any chance of this going further. You ready, Neil? Is there anything else you want to add before we call her? No, you pretty much got it all. All right, let's call her. I really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Simone. Uh, Yes, this is. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and Jen, are you serious? It's, mm-hmm. We're all here. Morning. Hi. Oh, hi. What's happening? Wow. Uh, you know, not much. Just getting ready for work. All right. Well, we don't want to keep you, but if you got a minute, we'd love to talk to you about your friend Neil, who you had coffee with and went on a hike with recently. Oh, my God. Is this second date update huh <laughs> yep. wow okay i never really thought this would happen to me <laughs> well listen people get busy we get that yeah um okay what do we we just like jump right in well um, i'm just curious <laughs> let me ask you are you seeing anybody else right now are you dating no no okay. i mean i'm dating yeah of course i'm dating but like you know you haven't picked one. Honest, no, not at all. And honestly, like, there was a minute where I really thought, like, there was some potential with Neil, but it kind of turned out to be a big bummer. Oh, no. Why? So, like, we went on the coffee date first. He was nice. He was charming. I was attracted to him. I'm like, okay, like, first date, check, you know. And then, like, I'm a huge outdoorsy person. So being with somebody long-term that is also into the outdoors is super important to me. Like, year-round, I'm outside. Like, I hike, I cycle, I golf, I ski, I snowboard, like, all of that. So he suggests we go on this hike for our second date. So I was like, okay, this is awesome. Like, 
this could uh-huh. actually go somewhere if we can do this stuff together. So we meet up. The hike was pretty good. But he was just saying something that I thought were, like, a little off. Like what? It's like, random sexual comments. Mm-mm. Like, he makes a joke about, like, the size of his junk. And then, like, at some point he says he's, like, never had an unsatisfied customer. <laughs> oh, boy. Talks the talk. Can he walk the walk? Did you want to find Weird. out? Yeah, because, like, we're hiking. Like, the timing was off. It was just, I don't know. I, did, I didn't really like it. And then afterwards, we go for beers. And then, like, at that point, he just kind of took it to another level. He's just, like, talking about how good he is in bed. He can't wait to induct me into his fan club. Oh, no. That's yeah. creepy. And he's, like, talking about, I think at one point he said women that he slept with years ago still text him late at night and beg him to come over. What? Oh, Why would wow. you reveal that? Exactly. I just, I felt oh like it was God. so over the top and just totally unnecessary. <laughs> and, like, honestly, I left just being like, thank God that was a day date and I had an out because... If that was, like, at night and we were at dinner or something and he was saying all that stuff late at night, like, I actually might have, I probably would have been pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, there I was just, something about gotta, the daylight, isn't there? jump in here, like, because oh you're, like, over-exaggerating it. I, I mean, literally, like, a said, couple quote, of jokes. You said those exact things, because I told all my girlfriends that night. Like, I was like, no, literally. Okay, but it's, work, like, all like out of context. I was making, like, a couple of jokes. That was it. And I was just, like, trying to be funny. I'm not, like serious about that stuff like we were vibing well obviously we weren't really like it felt more like a sales pitch and not a really good one so you a might need to rethink one. your jokes <laughs> wow yeah i appreciate the input but i'm good i have no issues with women all right at least ones that aren't too like you know wound up too tight i mean i don't know you called the radio station to get a hold of me so well, it was a mistake because I can't believe that, like, you actually took all that to heart. Like, I, I thought we were having a great time. We were joking around, laughing, and now all of a sudden it's all serious. And I mean, whether because I because we're on the radio, not, I thought it was weird. It was awkward. It made me a little uncomfortable. So, obviously, I didn't want to see you again. He did mention that he I felt mean, very comfortable around you. Mm-hmm. And there are people who maybe get a little too comfortable too quickly with people they don't know that well. Yeah. I guess. I guess like, if, that is, if that's how he is normally and he's just comfortable to express it, then I don't think we're a good match. Mm. Okay. Good it is anyway. weird sometimes when you're in a group of people and some someone always feels a little more comfortable that they have to share or they think they're being funny when it comes to like their sexuality or manhood or how they get down and you're just like mm, maybe not the group for that well you just really run the risk too you start claiming to be all of this and that and then you get to it and it's a disappointment <laughs> you're not living He's up to the reputation you're more. setting for I yourself. Mean, you know. Maybe we, he does. We usually live with the rule on this show, at least, to under-promise, oh, over-deliver. Yes. <laughs> Try to, anyway. Yeah, I exactly. do not toot my horn that much. Simone was giggling the whole time. This is, this is it was an uncomfortable laugh because I couldn't believe you were oh, actually saying no. this on a second day date. 
Yeah. See, that's hard, too, is when you don't know somebody really well and they're laughing, sometimes you think it's a genuine laugh when it's actually they don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I You're am just like, killing okay. it today. <laughs> right? I don't really want to date someone that's ungenuine, so she's, I'm good. Yeah. Well, okay, then we, we, we agree on something. High five. <laughs> all right. Well, Neil, I'm sorry, man. It's all good. I appreciate the help, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime. Simone, we appreciate you taking the call. Well, it was very cool to talk to you guys. Thanks. And best of luck to you both. Thank you. Thanks. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, it is so easy. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Good luck and bad luck Super Bowl foods. <laughs> We're going to tell you what they are coming up. Also, are landlines finally being phased out? You may be thinking, well, I thought they already were phased out. I haven't owned one in years. I still have one. I still have one as well. Mm-hmm. Also, healthy habits that take five minutes or less. We're going to try to, we're going to keep you informed. We're going to, we're going to inform you. Yes. We're going to help extend your life. Sure, we do good things. And hopefully make you feel good in the process. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Most people are looking for good luck on Super Bowl game day. Yes. Maybe you're a fan of the Niners or the Chiefs. Maybe you have money on the game. Or maybe you're just hoping for the whole thing to be over quickly without anyone making a big mess. Regardless, according to new data, 44% of people apparently have game day superstitions that involve food. And it is serious enough that 85% of those people either must have certain foods or (laughs) refuse to have others on game day. Do you guys remember when the Bengals were playing years and years ago and we had a lucky bag of Doritos? And what happened was at the beginning of the season, somebody brought this bag of cheese Doritos and no one opened it and we won. And then people kept not opening it and we kept winning. (laughs) Because that is the obvious. Right. It was because of the Doritos. And and when somebody new came to the tailgate and opened the Doritos, we lost. And who was that person? I don't know. Because that person should probably also be banned from from every single tailgating situation. Never go to a tailgate party ever. Yes, but that was that was it, man. It was on the Doritos. Imagine the power you all had over the outcome of that. We did. I know. I know. It was all it was all within you. The lucky chips. And that little bag of chips. Yeah. (laughs) So which foods are good luck and which are bad luck? Most people said that pizza is their go-to Super Bowl food for good luck. How can pizza not be good luck? How can it? How can it not be? It is the most perfect food. Hot dogs are second, followed by burgers. 
chips, popcorn, chicken wings, ice cream, chicken sliders. Ice cream. Mm. Who's watching Cupcakes, football cookies. And eating ice cream? Why not? No dip. There are no dips yeah. on that list. Yeah. Where's all the dips? I feel like it's all about the appetizers. As for the bad luck foods, deviled eggs are number one. Who brings deviled eggs to a... That is a weird... No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. There should be a minimum of 8 to 12 apps at any Super Bowl party, and one of them could very easily be deviled eggs. That's why your team always loses. Thank you, Detroit Lions. We are having a a family get-together on Saturday, and someone's bringing deviled eggs. What about a seven-layer taco dip? Yeah. That is a must-have. My nailers. mini sliders on Hawaiian buns? No, we're opting for... I like those. Well, you really don't want to win ever, do you? Yeah. No, it's about... Winning my in my stomach. We're gonna do Queen City sausage and some chicken tenders. Oh, that'd be from, good from Kroger. What about multiple types of chips? Yes. Oh yeah, that's already on pretzels, grippos, the little the little loopy ones with all the salt. You yes. people are heathens. Yes, and I am making a new sausage dip as well. Oh, there you go, sausage dip. Yeah, well, who's I, got um, time for freaking hot dogs? Yes, <laughs> I do. Queen City sausage, baby. Well, no, we you're be doing grilling. sausage. That's different. Oh yeah, you're stepping it up. Yeah, we'll see. Tim is feisty today. Uh, yeah, he is food feisty. Wings was seventh on the Are list. You, uh, see, he's, he's back, not eating. He's guys. back on coffee. He's back on coffee, and this is what's happening. Well, I got news for you. It's also seventh on the list of bad luck foods. Wings. So, how do you know which way to go? Well, see, this is this depends, depends on who on you team. ask, right? It depends on the team. Like, I can't be wings. Can't be good luck for both teams playing. They're always One good of luck them for has Buffalo. to be bad luck. It's all perception. Garlic bread is second most avoided game day food behind deviled eggs, followed by salsa and queso dip. There are your dips. Yeah. Ice cream. See, ice cream is on both lists. Chicken wings is on both lists. Followed by mozzarella sticks, mini burgers, trail mix, ugh. pretzels, ugh. Pasty, pasties? What's your pasties? Oh, those are meat pies. Pasties. Pasties. Is that what you call them? Meat pies? Yes, it's very popular in Minnesota and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh. They're just what, little pies of meat? Think a really, really good homemade hot pocket. The uh, miners that would go into the mines, their wives would make them. They'd put them in their pockets. They'd go down in the mine for 12 hours, and they'd have something to eat while they're down there. Why are you they called pasties? The pasties. Pasties, pasties, oh, pasties. are little nipple covers. I know. I was like, whoa. <laughs> hey. I don't know why they're called pasties. They've been around for hundreds of Meat years. Edible pasties. <laughs> but okay. it's usually carrot, carrot <laughs> potato, rutabaga, uh, and ground beef of Thanks some sort. Thanks for the graphic. <laughs> wow. That was fun. So twirl them around. Some people find ice cream and chicken wings to be good luck, and others consider them curses. Uh, nachos and chili only made the good luck list, while jalapeno poppers and pulled pork sliders only made the bad luck this list. This is so dumb. Like, where's the Rotel with the Velveeta? That's yeah. got to be on there. Doesn't make any sense yeah. at all, does I guess it? that's considered queso dip. What are you guys doing for Super Bowl? We haven't even discussed. Anybody? Neither got, have we. You guys no. got big plans? No, no. none. No. Nope. I keep wanting to get invited to a party, so I'm just like, who's having people over? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, because we all thought you were having the party. Well, I yeah. was going to, but I had this realization that the Super Bowl is going to go into probably like the 10 o'clock-ish hour. Right. And I'm going to be way in bed before that, most likely, because of the job. So I, I can't have people over and then just be like, by the way, guys, see you later. I'm well, like secretly a little grateful that I have no dog in a race so I can get a good night's sleep. Get a good night's mm-hmm. sleep. 
I don't know what this says about the creative team at Burger Burger King, but they're pretty desperate for good ideas. And I'll give an example. Burger King has just launched a new contest where they are offering a $1 million prize to the person who can come up with their next great Whopper innovation. They say Whoppers currently offer more than 200,000 possible customized combinations. But if you've ever wanted something different than what they can do, they want to hear your pitch. Now, to participate, of course, you need one of their free Royal Perks accounts. And you can submit your suggestion through their app or at bk.com slash mdw. They didn't list many rules, although your submission can only have eight toppings max. You cannot change the bun. You cannot change the burger patty. uh, But those don't count toward the eight. You cannot use any allergens like peanuts. And you can only pick edible food items. They are looking for popularity, so it can't be super weird that, like, no one wants it. Okay. Creativity uh, or anything too close to what they already have will not cut it. And feasibility needs to be a factor, so it's got to be something they could reasonably stock at a Burger King store. Hmm. That said, it does not need to be stuff they already have on hand. In fact, it, it sounds like they want it to include new items, just nothing too wild like foie gras or caviar, puffer fish, or edible gold flakes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but you can send in up to three entries. The deadline is March 17th. Three finalists will be chosen this spring with one winner being named by the end of the year. And then the other two finalists who don't win will still walk away with two hundred and one hundred thousand dollars And uh, they will also give you a coupon for one free Whopper after your first entry. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It's a good way to enter. In other news that didn't make the news this morning, if you still think this cell phone thing is just a passing fad, you might want to sit down for this. Mom, dad, (laughs) landlines are being phased out probably for good. I don't like it. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, what happens? What happens if if, if there's something crazy goes down? Like a black swan event. Yeah, and all cellular are wiped out. Yep. I'm with you. what do we do? I am so with you on this. Yeah. I mean, it would just be so easy. To shut everything down by shutting down our cell phones. What's this that? makes it easier. This makes it super easy. What was that uh, Julia Roberts movie that we all watched on Leave Netflix? the World Behind. Yes. Yeah. Jen, have you watched down. that yet? That no. was your assignment. I know, but no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but this, something similar happens in that movie that makes me feel like this is a horrible idea as well. I get it. Phone companies, they want to shift to newer infrastructure within the next few years, which means those older copper wire baselines are going to be phased out in favor of more advanced technology like fiber optics that does not work with landlines. In fact, AT&T just applied for a waiver that would allow it to stop servicing traditional landlines in California. I mean, emergencies, if everything goes down? Just you can't call nine one one. Oh, I mean, if, it's the uh, same thing. Well, down. I mean, every, you if, think about everything that could happen. If you're able to call, if you're able to dial nine one one, but you're not able to speak or give your location, 
even location services can't zero in on right. exactly where you are. They're not going to be able to find you. Whereas landlines have that ability. Your address comes right up. So Who's they making these decisions? The cabal. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody. There was a time when landlines were a lot cheaper and much more reliable compared to cell phones. But it is about to be the reverse. Um, and you'll be surprised. There are a lot of people who still have landlines for the reasons that you and I just outlined. Yeah. Uh, we we well, have I ours. Do. We never use it, but we just like the security of having it in no the event of an extreme, you know, Correct. circumstance. Uh, spokesperson for AT&T says they are not canceling landline service in California or anywhere else yet. But it is about to get even more expensive and possibly less reliable because they're going to need to find complex workarounds as they move away from the old equipment. Yeah, because for a period of there, there were a lot of these companies that were doing bundles. Like, get your internet, your phone, and your cable for $99 and save. You get to keep your landline. But actually, that was run through Wi-Fi. Mm. So that wouldn't actually... Qualify as a Save landline, you with right? A landline, that would not. It, if the internet oh. goes out, it don't work. Then, then the so your so-called landline goes out, right? Yep. Yeah. No, ours is like an actual dedicated landline. Like it's an old really? house. It's old copper wire. It's literally wired in from the street. Yeah. Uh, of course, many households gave up their landlines more than a decade ago, if not longer. But the breakdown of the landline system will impact those older folks, small businesses people in remote areas i mean we always joke about it because whenever someone calls into the radio station on a landline it's ridiculously crystal clear yeah. like it's so it's, it's the, just the so world funny. different it, it really is. is the radio station line a landline yes so then what would happen with us if they do away how with do they them, do that how would we no do that? i mean is this this thing that surprises me is this radio this building is a, a landline landline i'm assuming the, I the request lines the request line is right you would think. Or if they you call the be, front right? desk, that's a landline. There's a question for Business engineering. I'd, I'd be surprised. <laughs> Since it's such a new building, I, I would think no. According to one expert, about 100 million landlines between businesses and residential are still... Wow, look at that. 100 million landlines between business and residential are currently active, still currently active in the U.S. But only about 5% of them are expected to remain by 2030. <laughs> so I guess we got some time. Hmm. Okay. Um, one other thing that came up, and this is one of those, think about your answer. <laughs> okay. Questions. Some people say, oh, it's impossible to pick my favorite child. <laughs> it's not, of course. You were, weren't you the favorite? I saw to that. Yeah, well, you were, though, weren't you? you My sister said I was. Yeah. Well, oh, you what were. do you think? You were. Uh, I think that... I think my mother gave me more as the firstborn because she was more doting with the first one. You know, like, I think with your first, I've heard parents say... They sort of, they helicopter parent you and they're, they just, you know, they treat you like porcelain. Uh-huh. And, and then when they realize that you're not going to When they break. realize you're not going to break and <laughs> that kids bounce. Yeah. They relax a little. Yeah. 
And, you know, by the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth, they're pretty much checked out. I mean, you two are the favorite, right? Oh, I'm not. No. Um, I believe that my brother is the favorite because he uh, gave my parents grandchildren. Oh, yeah. So I think You're out. He, he gets a little plus for that. But you I think, might have been the favorite prior to today. But I think I am the true favorite because I... You have the connection. I, I get my mom. Yeah, you yeah. get your mom and you're more actively involved. Plus you and you just bought her like pink her. tickets. That's true. <laughs> I know I'm a favorite, but I think my brother gets some extra, little extra concern because of the grandkids. What do you mean you're not? I know I'm not. My sister is by far the favorite. Why, and why to me. do you think that? Because I think that I'm. She's older, right? She's older. Well, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, she was born before me, like Jeff said. So she has all of the pictures, all of the memories. She has a baby book. She's got all the. Yeah, things. the firstborn always gets the most. The firstborn pictures gets too. all the stuff. That's like true. Th- there are not many pictures of me from when I was a kid, a baby. Then, mm-hmm. because th- I think it was just like, oh, whatever. We she got, looks just like fine. the other one. It's fine. Yeah, it works. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> or she looks like her dad is fine. That kind of thing. But I think where I, I'm way more independent. My sister. And my mom had a greater bond because my sister had kids when she was younger, had, you know, before needed I did. Help. She needed help. She had all of these other things. So I think my mom just naturally has gravitated they towards were, They spent more that. time and they're closer. Yes. You and know, the two of them if, are absolutely closer. If we asked Anita, if we asked Fran, yeah. they would both say the same answer. I love my babies both the Oh, totally. And my mother would have said the same thing. Yeah, and I think it kind of changes sometimes. Yeah. But by far, I think my my mom and my sister. Now, my dad, I think that my dad would be more, like, lean more towards me, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's kind of the difference. But I think that also being the baby, you get away with more. You know, like mm-hmm. how Jeff was saying, like, the first one's very coddled and very this and that. They are, but when you're the baby, they're just like, meh, she's fine. It's okay. Don't worry about it. And I'll say, too, later in life, like, my mother came to rely on me more than the other two just because I was in a position to be able to help more than my other two sisters, you know, especially my youngest sister who had four kids of her own. So she, you know, she's busy. She yeah. had her own stuff. And mm-hmm. so I, I think just because of, my continued involvement, it was their perception that I was considered the favorite because my mother tended to lean on me more later in life. Yeah. But I, you know, we we had conversations about this. And I even said to her, I'm like, you know, they all think that I'm the favorite because of Excellent. when you say things like that, that just fuels it. And she's like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and then she winked twice like... <laughs> I can tell you. I love you, Ollie. When we would talk to your mom on the air, I 100% could tell that you were the favorite. Just listening to the way that she spoke to you about you mm-hmm. easily would have been like, Jeff's got this on lock. Well, my two sisters also were very independent minded as well. Like they kind of danced to the beat of their own drum. They did what they wanted, where I was m- more the obedient one. Yeah. Yeah. The other Which thing is kind of hard to imagine. Well, I went. Th- that's not to say that I didn't go through a phase in my teen years where I rebelled and I went uh-huh. through the usual phases. But for the most part, especially like I came back around pretty quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas my sisters and my mom were just always. They were too much alike. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Plus, the other thing my sister does that I don't do is my sister shares a lot of her personal life. And I 
somewhat guard my personal life, like minus what I talk about on the air, but some of the things like when I started dating people, I would never really take them around the family or I wouldn't really introduce them to stuff like that. And my sister always would. So I feel like that's a part of the other reason why she was always the favorite because she was, she shares. They knew, your mom knew everything. Yes, and my mom doesn't know everything about me. Like, even still to this day, I'll be like, some things just aren't your business. I'm sorry, but they're not. Like, I can't share everything. I don't want to go there with you. Yeah, but it's hard, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Well, and they take it personally. I mean, the, the, those times where I'd have to draw that line with my mother would really hurt her feelings yes. she's like but i'm your mother yes and like, my mom said that she asked me a question about something the other day and i said you know we have to respect their privacy on this and i you know it's sometimes just not any of our business and she's like i know it's not my business but blah 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 and i'm like i can't i can't but i carried you for nine yeah. months and i, I dedicated my whole life to I you know. and i would <laughs> die for you and i would do anything for you and just like, why would it not be my bits? I love I you. I would do anything for I you. Yeah, I can't. Ugh, you want to tell you what's going on with Jeff? You want to know what? Oh, you want to know what Jacob said to me the other day, or spelled? What? He spelled. So you know how he's communicating by spelling letters. Yeah. You know, yeah. spelling words one letter at a time on a keyboard. And he had revealed to us that ten years from now, when he looks at what he thinks his life might be, he said that he might be married. And I, you know, I said, well, you know, this is kind of, it's kind of exciting when you think about it, you know, you might be getting to a point where you want to move out of my house. You know, you may want to not live with me anymore. Uh, And he was like, what are you kicking me out? Well, (laughs) and I, and I was like, you know, I mean, how do you, what what would you think about that? Maybe you and your best friend, Andrew could get a place together. What would that, you know, what would that be like? And he spelled, he goes, so cool, but I would miss you. Aww. That's nice. Isn't that sweet? You were like, don't worry, I'll yeah. be living right next door to well, you. Well, then so don't rush fine. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Penelope. I tell God. Scott, I'm like, I really want her to live her life and go away to college, but I will be close by. <laughs> well, it's just, it's so wild for me because his entire life, it was presumed that he yeah. would be living with me for. Ever, Ever. Or at least for a very, very long time. And now all of a sudden, everything has changed. Everything is different. The entire trajectory of his life has changed, which means mine has as well. Yeah. And it's just so wild. It's just yeah. surreal. You need to start building him a place up on the farm. Well, I'll tell you what. It'd be great. <laughs> He's going to be able to build his own place. This this kid is a star. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because I'm his mom. He and Andrew did a two-hour-long live Q&A in front of a live audience on Saturday. It's all up on Facebook. Blew everybody's mind. The two of them up there working together, they're like a morning show that's been together for 20 years. That's great. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Someone on social media asked people, 
Let's say you're offered a chance to flip a coin. Tails gets you $1 billion. Ooh, I like this game already. <laughs> but Heads gives you continuous, incurable hiccups oh, for God. your entire oh, life. Oh, God, hiccups make me crazy. Eh, give me the coin. How would you sleep, though? Now, oh. not flipping the coin, there's more to the story. Oh, okay. If you say, well, I'm not even going to take that bet. Not flipping the coin guarantees you both. Oh, man. Hiccups and a billion dollars. What do you choose? Hmm. Give me the coin. 57% of people would flip the coin, mainly for the chance to skate with a billion dollars and without constant hiccups forever. Oh, my God. And about 43% of people would accept the hiccups if it meant they would be a billionaire too how much money did we mm. throw at those stupid powerball mega millions knowing that we never were going to win <laughs> that's not true but Tim. Th- i believe 50 50 shot we, of i believe like, hey why not so Tim, you're the reason we didn't exactly, win exactly i was Thanks gonna say that same thing jen Thanks you're the a reason lot. why because you didn't believe he's not in next time <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go down the list of people that are participating and make sure that every single person believes in the possibility of winning. Because if they don't, they're bringing us all down. Yes, for sure. Also, I wouldn't like that deal because I like to pick heads, and I don't want to pick heads if it's gonna be the hiccups. You know, when you guys See? say heads or tails, what do you guys usually pick? Tails. Tails. You know, I love cake. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> And again, there's no holding your breath. There's no scaring the hiccups away. No biting on a lemon. These are normal hiccups, and they're not going anywhere. Don't know. I can't. I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. One person said, "I don't even care about the money. I just don't want the hiccups." Right. That's Jen. That my whole life. Yeah, I'm kind of on the. I I don't I don't want hiccups. I just I don't need a billion. Well, I'm quite I, happy with what I got. If I had the billion dollars. Can I invest the money in in a doctor who can cure my hiccups? No. Nope. <laughs> Not part of the you, deal. You got to live with them forever. <laughs> I don't know. You're always trying to negotiate. <laughs> I'm problem what solving. If? That's the only child thing. <laughs> it is. 100%. Oh, let me tell you. I have that conversation with my only child all the time. This is not negotiable. My persistence right. has paid off. Yes. In many ways. She would say the same thing. Yeah. That's right. It's a skill. An expert on longevity says five minutes a day might be all it takes to add years to your life. Here are a few simple things that can improve your health and extend your life. Habit stacking. Habit stacking. Have you ever heard of habit stacking? I have, actually. Not you. You've heard of everything. <laughs> I'm talking to normal people no, who Jeff, don't I know everything. I haven't. I haven't ever heard of this. What is it? Of course you have. I would have totally, totally. I learned my it bell. in a class. I know you did. I went to Ohio. Yeah. I learned it in Ohio. No, I learned different things in Ohio. I learned that one in Atlanta. <laughs> Starting a new habit is hard, but adding a new habit onto an existing one is easier. You could add mindfulness to your morning coffee routine, or practice gratitude as you brush your teeth. Habit stacking. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Uh, number two, micro meditations. You know, checking in with yourself doesn't need to take long. A simple technique and focusing on your breath as you inhale for a count of four or for a count of seven and then exhale for a count of eight. You hold, Well, you breathe in for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. 
I do that one from time to time. I just did it right now. Hello. I had an ear, nose, and throat doctor tell me to do that. I'm trying to remember why we were doing that with my ear, nose, and throat. And I can't. You didn't learn that in Ojai? I've learned it other places. <laughs> nope, that's not in Ojai. That's a different. <laughs> See, I was in this class one time. It was time. different. And it was actually called the ENT, but we were, like, we're learning about breathing, so it was class. I'm trying to yeah. I am. I don't remember why. I can picture the doctor and him talking to me about it. Maybe it was it, for... I don't know what it... you having It was any? the doctor who invented breathing, actually. Yeah. I, uh, it might have been. I was lucky to get into him. I know him I was personally. on a long wait list. <laughs> it was a breathing doctor. I finally made it in. <laughs> <laughs> See, you do have sisters and brothers. I do. (laughs) I do. And that's why I say I don't think I would have survived childhood. I know. Can you imagine, like, living with this 24-7 in your house? You can't escape it. That would have been horrifying. She would have been like, Uh, Mom! Dinner time! (laughs) Oh, this will be fun. She definitely would have been a mom child. (laughs) Mom! again. He's talking Ah. to me again, Mom. Uh, (sighs) Jen's tattling again. (laughs) Uh, what else? What else? Five-minute workouts. Five-minute workouts. Research shows that even short bursts of regular exercise can help keep you young. Take a break from work and do some squats or wall sits. Take a brisk walk. It can improve your whole day. Yeah, I, I thought about that yesterday as I was putting myself through pain of my own. Like, if everyone even in the workplace just took five minutes like if the manager designated five minutes of some kind of physical activity whatever that was mm-hmm. hey it's part of the routine you know it's it's as a company we believe in you know physical fitness and mindfulness and so you can spend it how you want but this five minutes is designated to you can do your squats you can do your wall sit do your plank whatever you think every day? But you have to step hour? away from at a designated time every Everybody work day. Up out of your desks and take a lap. Yeah, like aren't there companies in Japan that force their employees oh, to do calisthenics so. and stuff for Probably. like five minutes and then they sit down and go back to their yeah. Maybe we should, something. Maybe is that a fun committee suggestion? Would you like the fun committee to take that to the people idea. that be and say, hey, yeah, everyone. and I think it should happen at two o'clock in the afternoon every day. <laughs> when we're gone, when we're not in the building. <laughs> well, no, what if we did it at 1030 or 10 a.m. or something? We're all still usually here. Right, we're busy. People are kind of coming in we're at that busy. point. What do you think? <laughs> they say it. it can improve your whole day. That, that may be it the can. least it's popular true. fun committee recommendation uh, that I'm Mike gets. I'm going to say you gave it to <laughs> us, too. <laughs> you blame Jeff Thomas. That could be from the unfun committee. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's got to yeah. be some of those around <laughs> here, Mike's going to call me up and say, I think you're my man. <laughs> yeah. We want to make you the president and CEO of the unfun committee. You can count on me, chief. <laughs> yeah. You guys love fun. Number four, social interaction. Instead of scrolling aimlessly at night, reach out to a few people you care about. Oh, connecting with friends can raise your levels of the feel-good hormone oxytocin. Mm -hmm. Oxytocin has anti-inflammatory effects, so that's something to consider. Mm -hmm. And then finally, remember what matters. Having a sense of purpose is linked to a longer life. So spend a few minutes a day thinking about what your passions are. It can not only add more years to your life, but more life to your years. How about that? You can keep that one, Jen. <laughs> Claim it as your own. Yeah. Okay. And you're welcome. Okay, thanks. 
And look at that. We just extended your life. Years and five minutes or less. There you go. I'm going to go do a wall sit. <laughs> Good for you. I'm not. Oh. I'll start the timer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We've got 30 seconds on the clock. Begin your wall set. Speaking of the clock, the 1K letter of the day, your shot at $1,000 is coming up next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, Audrey. How are you? I'm good, Jeff. How are you? Good. How many kids in your family? Are you the oldest? Are you the youngest? Uh, I am the oldest. I am the oldest, yes. And you were the oldest out of how many? <laughs> well, I have uh, two sisters with my mom and dad, and then my dad had four more girls oh, wow. uh, with another woman oh, after they divorced. So I am the oldest of seven sisters. Oldest of everyone. Wow. And who would yes. you say out of the seven is the favorite? Um, my sister Emily is by far the favorite. And she um, is number she, what on the... She's, she's the youngest of my mom's three. Okay. And she has a little boy that my mom is obsessed with. And yes, they're very close. Was she the favorite before the little boy came along? Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Because usually, you know, you... Well, I... It, assume it's either the oldest or the baby in the family that sometimes is the mm-hmm. favorite the middle child always feels like odd well, man she out. technically yeah. is the baby she technically is the baby right oh, yeah, i got that you yeah. that side of the yeah. family mm. yeah. well if if you and her went head to head on the 1k letter of the day who do you think would win hands down me <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Especially in the car, I'm, right? I can't get my family to play. Right. I can't no. get my family to play. Like, Bailey gets her whole family to play. I can't get my family to, <laughs> so to get on board. Right. Yeah. I love yeah. That. Well, at least you're the smartest one, right? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so if you win the money, then you don't have to share it with anybody. That's correct. All right. Well, let's see what your letter is then. I'm I also open up love how right. Audrey is talking about Bailey like they're friends. I think that's so great. I know. Uh, we don't know each other at all, but yeah, you I do. Like Bailey's but developed you like you do. quite a following. Right. Are we seeing Bailey right. this week at our special event? I'm not uh, sure if she's RSVP'd or not. Let's see. Mm-hmm. To see. Oh. We have a special event for the best friend. Oh. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about it. Right. We can't talk about it. <laughs> Until after tomorrow. Until, until it's done. Yeah. Uh, look at that, Audrey. Look you got it. the letter T. Yay. All right. Yep. So yeah. we got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. There you go. So All here right. we go. With the letter T, name something you sell at a garage sale. Truck. Something you suck at. Uh, pass. A medication. Tylenol. A toy. Uh, tax. A vacation spot. Tallahassee. Something silver. Tundra. A kitchen utensil. Tongs. Something you bake. Um, a pass. Something soft. Tommy. A pet name. Oh. Oh. 
Gosh, with a T? I can't believe I stunk so bad. Oh. Ah. What was soft? Something soft. Tummy. It said tennis ball, tummy. Oh, yeah. tummy, tennis ball. Got it. Mm-hmm. I thought Tundra was cool for uh, something. Would you say something Real silver? Tundra, yeah. yeah. Toyota Tundra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tinsel. Tinsel. Right. Yep. That. Tinsel's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tylenol. I went with tetracycline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all went through that phase. Something you suck at. Are you a very good tap dancer? Oh, yeah. I'm not a very good tap dancer. I said tennis. That's another one you could have said you sucked at tennis. Uh, yep. I'm not good at no, tennis yeah. either. Yeah. Oh, I got kicked off the tennis team. <laughs> did you really? I really did. Yeah, and she was she was really nice about it, but she said, this is not your thing. <laughs> so me, it was choir. You, it was tennis. Yeah, it was. This is not for you. But I show up. At, like, do I have to be? Can I just be on the team? I don't, like, you know, I, I'm okay just sitting. At, she goes, was you there, really need to just find something else. Was there a cute girl on the team? No, I just, the rule was I had to do something. Oh, I couldn't said. just, yeah, I couldn't just sit at home, and that seemed like the least amount of physical activity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one sport I would, don't, I mean, it, I'm not going to get hurt. So. <laughs> you hope. That's something. Oh, that's funny. Right. <laughs> My friend's kid, he he was the same way, so he chose bowling. Oh, there you go, bowling. And he ended up being really good at it. Now yeah. he's he's about to get a scholarship. Oh, wow. a bowling, a bowling scholarship. scholarship. Wow. That's incredible. Love That's that. pretty cool. Yeah, but no tennis scholarship for me. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, Audrey, it was lovely talking to you as always. You, you are guys. you're you out of all the kids in your family, you're our favorite. <laughs> oh, well, thanks so much, guys. That really means a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> Make it easy, Audrey. Right, have, a good, have a good week. Okay. Bye. See you. Bye. bye. Okay, so a teen in Iowa has made, he made an Instagram where he posted, I'm sorry, he promised to eat a spoonful of peanut butter for every 50 followers. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. This teen in Iowa said, I will eat one spoon of peanut butter (laughs) for for every 50 followers I get. Oh, wow. Sounds awesome. This is a great idea. I'm going to steal this. I don't think, I'm not going to do peanut butter, but I'm going to do something. You need to do something small. For Jacob's, like, yeah. Like a blueberry. What could he do? What, what could blueberry? he do? A carrot. What could he little, do? Uh, oh, those yeah. Those carrot nubs. His Instagram handle is peanut butter six, I'm sorry, peanut butter eater 16. Peanut butter eater 16. And over 100,000 followers later. Oh my God. Dang. He's been putting down a lot of jars of peanut butter. It's got to get expensive. Yeah. Probably tears up your gut, too. Yeah, I'm not going to... I wouldn't have him eat something, but I'd have him do something. Push, push is peanut butter bad for you, or are you you're not supposed to It's eat actually... Much? Peanuts are highly inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, are they? They aren't good for why, you. That's why I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Here is Eli Melky and his mom, Angela, talking about a massive amount of peanut butter he's been eating because of this account. All over the internet, they've been doing just certain things for so many followers. And I thought, well, peanut butter's pretty good. My first thought was that it was kind of funny. And then I started to be in awe at how fast his account was growing. I was expecting it. I thought she was going to say about how fat he's getting. (laughs) From eating all of this peanut butter. Started to be in awe at how fast his account was growing. I was expecting it kind of as a joke to get 
you know, maybe a couple hundred. But then once it got in the thousands, it kept going. And I thought it was funny at first. And then once I realized how much peanut butter I had to eat, then it wasn't much of a joke anymore. It was a lot of peanut butter. I've spent pretty close to $150 on peanut butter to support this venture for him. Well, choosy moms choose Jeff. That's true. Yeah, what kind of peanut butter is he eating? Is it Jif or is it something else? Yeah, crunchy or creamy. Skippy Chunky. Hmm. Okay. I think I found an actual conspiracy. You know, yeah, I mean, I hear conspiracy theories all the time, and nine times out of ten, I'm like, yeah, I doubt it. But that's possible, but I doubt it. This... Something is afoot. You're in. Okay. Yeah, I'm in on this one. This ought to be good then. You know that since COVID, you don't eat sriracha. But for those of us who do. It was hard to get, right? It's the peppers, right? Weren't the peppers Mm -hmm. having trouble growing? Hoi Fong sriracha sauce has been having major shortages. But now the sauce is back. And naturally, people went out and grabbed it. Oh, my God, it's back. Sriracha's back. And they taste it for the first time and God knows how long. And they're like, wait, this is a little different. This tastes different. This is not the sriracha I remember. Did they change the recipe? They use a different pepper? They no, Nobody's talking. Um, okay. So what? what is the conspiracy? Well, there was so much pressure for them to come out with it again that they use some substitute ingredient that's not the same and it's completely changed the taste of the product okay. and they're trying to tell us it's all in our head oh yeah they huh. will. yeah okay that's not cool they aren't fessing up well somebody has the recipe somebody knows there will be someone that turns well maybe this will force the them to fess up there are truth tellers amongst us someone will speak up here is emmy cho from the Emmy-made YouTube channel comparing the old sriracha and new sriracha mixed in with some rice. It's always good to mix it in with something just yeah. so that you have like a sure, like a base. Yeah, because it gets really hot, too, if you just right. It's it sticky. Up. It's chewy. It's got a nice anise flavor with some soy sauce. Delicious. That's the old one. All right, now let's try a bite with new sauce. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So, so good. So if you've run out of sriracha and you've been without and you go to the store and see a bottle of it on the shelf, I would buy it, I would taste it, and I would hope that yours is like mine and tastes just like your old friend and you'll be reunited with a a pantry staple, in my opinion. She's part of the conspiracy, obviously. Oh, yeah, she's in she on said it. it feels tastes She's fine. getting paid. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. So... That's what's it. Uh oh. Heather's uh, Heather's escorting a listener in. Is that what's happening? And there's food. And normally oh, we don't allow people to come in the studio Is while the we're Texas on the air, but it lady? might be. Oh, yeah, it yeah, bring them in. Cake lady. Oh, come on, boy. Come on. Bring come on in. Let's see what we got. <laughs> Tim could not have bolted for the door faster. Oh, it <laughs> you didn't mess around. Oh. Oh I mean, God. did you like hang up the phone and start baking what immediately? I did to be alive. Uh, after swim lesson. 
Get on the mic here. Over here. Come on over. This is Krista. (laughs) Hi, Krista. Hi, Hi, best friend. Hello. I'll take that. You want to take that? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's a Texas. That was my dad's favorite cake, and my my mom used to make it for him for his birthday every year. Look at that. Should we dig in? I'll yep. just set it right so, here. I remember so it well. you brought us Texas sheet cake. Explain Texas. for those of us who don't know. I didn't know I didn't until yesterday what Texas sheet it. cake yeah. is. Yeah. It's just a chocolate chocolate cake, but it's got cinnamon in it, so it, it smells good. Little, and it's denser. It's, little, yeah, it's, it's, it's more, more like a brownie. Yeah. Is like it? a it's like fudgy right, brownie. It's just one a layer? And a brownie. Yes. Should I give mm-hmm. them a piece right now? Yes. Sure. Yeah, because it's, it's seriously good stuff. Why and not? how did you become famous for your cake i just make it at work and so they're always asking me to bring it in they expect yes see that's what happens when you start taking things into work like that yes like poor fritch's mom one year she decided to be really sweet and bring each of us cake on our birthday and now it's kind of become expected of her to drop off the birthday cake Every but we do yeah. not take that for granted. No, at we do all. not. Listen, my it mom would so say, incredibly and I look appreciated. To it, Jen, she just loves it. That's how she would be. I'm sanitizing. <laughs> I'm a giver. I'm yeah. a giver. Yep, she's so probably my mom's recipe, but I've kind of <sighs> stolen it from her. Uh huh. You know, yours. Well, you got to. <laughs> Was your <laughs> mom now? So we can't. She's can't diabetic it now. That's so funny. So she had to pass it on to you. <laughs> yes. Uh, was your mom super protective of the recipe to most people in the family? Like, was that tough to get the recipe from her? Or no, did she, she just share, share that with anybody? She would share with anybody. Yeah. It's funny. My aunt was really weird. You know, she made these special. You've seen those thumbprint cookies with the mm-hmm. different frosting, like dollops of frosting on them. But there was one in the family that was really unique and nutty. And we just... As hard as we tried, try to reproduce it. My aunt would not give anyone the recipe, but she did share it with my baby sister, who also would not share it with Aww. anyone else in the family. Yeah. Because she says, if you want it, you can request it, but I'm not giving you the recipe. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I wonder if there's something in there we don't want to know that's in there. <laughs> yeah. Sriracha. There you go. <laughs> Peanut butter. All right, here we go with the first taste test. <laughs> it's a pecan. Do you put Look pecans at that. in your Wow, that yeah. is. No. That's quite a layer of frosting on it, too. Uh-huh. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I haven't had this in forever. Oh, wow. I can taste the cinnamon. Mm-mm. Oh, that's good. It would be hard to spit it out with me. It's so right moist. Here. No, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's wow, serious. that's great. I love the texture of that. Right? It's between a brownie and a cake, right? It really is. And I'm, I'm not, like, typically a huge fan of cake by itself, but that's... Here, Tim. Thank you. Uh-oh. That really is phenomenal. Uh-oh, Fritch, better ask your mom. She yeah. makes Texas sheet cake for Jeff's yeah. birthday next year. My uncle used to make <laughs> this different. for every birthday. I haven't had it probably in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really good. Thank yeah. you, Krista. Who did you bring with you? This is my daughter, Madison. Hi, Madison. Hi, Madison. <laughs> How are you? Good. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Is Madison skipping school today so she can hang out with you and deliver Madison sheet cake? Madison is 21, so she is. At- <laughs> oh, get out of here. Yeah. She's she has work later today. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> and what do y'all do for work? I work at a surgery center. Um, just a patient rep- patient service representative. Patient oh. service representative. You take them in. Yep. You walk them through. Yes. Yep. And what do you do, Madison? I didn't hear. She's not on mic. I can't. STNA. She's an STNA what at Otterbine. Um, so state tested nurse assistant. State mm. tested nurse assistant. Okay. So I do all things patient care related. All things patient care related. It's technical stuff that 
way above our head. It's body fluids that I don't mess with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> body fluids? Yep. It's fun. I love and the there's the secret ingredient to the Texas sheet cake. This <laughs> is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. today, Brittany? Uh, right now, actually, I'm waiting to go into work. I go in at 10, so I come and I see my grandma in the mornings for a little bit with my little one-year-old. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. That's so nice. Yeah. Gets to see her great-grandson or daughter? Daughter. That's great to have that many generations. Yes, it's fun. It keeps us busy. keeps her busy. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand you just connected with your father for the first time about a year ago and yeah. he was never he didn't even know you existed is that right oh, wow correct yes so i was probably about 30 or 31 so it's been like five well, six seven years ago i guess i just had a birthday but um my mom finally just told me who he was it was a guy that he worked that she worked with they kind of had a little fling and she was worried about his life and ruining his life, but she just didn't say anything to him. So I looked him up on Facebook, and I actually found him. And then I did like a 23andMe um, ancestry test, and I actually matched with one of his nephews. So I knew for sure that was him. So I just reached out to him and said, hey, I'm your daughter, and I exist, and... He was, like, floored, of course. Wow. wow. Did he have any other kids? Yeah, he has four other kids. So oh I have um, two other brothers and two other sisters. Wow. And yeah. what's what's that relationship like now a year later? Um, actually, pretty good. I mean, we've connected a lot. We've seen each other. We see each other for all the – I have three kids. So every birthday, he's come to every birthday, um, holidays. And he'll text me at least once a week, just, hey, how's it going? What's what's happening? That's great. So, so is he, like, totally yeah. pissed at your mom? I don't know. It was kind of weird. Like, he was like, I hope she didn't say anything bad about me. And I'm like, uh, well, that's been, you know, 36 years ago. Like, I, you're probably a completely different person now. Yeah, um, people grow. They it was a little awkward at my daughter's first birthday because that was the first time he came, and my mom, of course, was there. Uh-huh. So that was really awkward, and she didn't say anything. She just avoided him for a while, and then finally she just said hi to him, and that was it. But so I don't know if there was an actual conversation because I was hosting. I wasn't paying attention, but it was quite interesting. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that could not have yeah. been an easy decision for her to raise you by herself. Right, exactly. So I think that was part of it, too, because he obviously is a good, devoted man to his family and his children. And I can see that now. And I could see that he was definitely hurt. But I said, well, you're here now. So that's all that matters. You're here now. (laughs) And it's, I mean, lucky for you guys, it's not too late. And what was that like laying eyes on him for the first time? Like, do you see a family resemblance? Is he what you imagined? He looks different. He, it's funny. He actually looks like Santa Claus. Um, oh, that's funny. <laughs> he, 
He actually volunteers um, for the city that he lives in, and it plays Santa for a lot of people. Um, but definitely I get my eyes from him, and I see in his other kids, I see some resemblance, which is strange. <laughs> wow, that's really wow. cool. That's neat, uh, yeah. My father, my biological father did not know that he had a daughter, and and we would none of us oh, wow. would have known had she not found us through DNA testing on, in our case, Ancestry.com. My father passed away before he ever knew her. Wow. Yeah, so that's we have crazy. that in common. Well, we're happy to have yeah. you in the club. Yeah, I'm happy to be with it. I was—I literally just told my son the other day, I'm like, oh, they're probably not going to call me. There's so many people that apply. <laughs> and then Chris texted me this morning, and he was like, what? Can I skip school? I'm so jealous. Oh, oh, I want a jersey. That's great. <laughs> You'll have it. to bring him with you when you come pick up your jersey so that we can meet everybody. Yes, I'll have to do that because he said he already said, can I wear the jersey? Wait, when you go pick it up, can I please go? Oh, oh what is he? <laughs> that's great. He's 12. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Well, if you consider yourself to be a Jeff and Jen super fan and you'd like to be part of our Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club, you can sign up now at WKRQ.com each day. Uh, just like we did, Brittany, we select our best friend member of the day. Jeff and Jen Best Friend Club is also brought to you by Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment and Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. We love that. Yes. That's so cool. Each month, the Jeff and Jen's Best Friends Club. Club members will be entered to win a $200 gift card from Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment and Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So sign up now at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.